Hey, hey, you were listening to JC Talks, a podcast about life, leadership, and human flourishing. My guiding philosophy is simple. What you can be, you must be. The purpose of this podcast is to help you live an all-in life, be an all-in leader, and lead all-in teams and organizations. I'm your host, JC Hurtado Prater, yours truly, and I'm so grateful you joined me for a few moments in the podcast today. We are in the book, The Science of Success. We're on page 44. And the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the header here says practicing MBM, MBM, which is market-based management in a political world. So let me start reading here. This is not a political podcast, okay? So make that uh, clear. But you'll see what I'm talking about here in a second. Today, we're talking about this idea of compliance, why compliance is important for you, for your team, for your organization, for your community. Here we go. From the 1960s through the 1980s, Coke industries grew through the application of market-based principles. However, just as we were articulating and codifying the system that was contributing to our success, we were caught unprepared by the rapid increase in regulation, politicization, and litigation. You say that 10 times fast. We were unprepared uh, by the rapid increase in regulation, number one, number two, politicization, and number three, litigation. We were not alone in this regard. These changes have universally damaged the ability of businesses to create real value and contribute to societal well-being. Obviously, from there, you can tell Koch's leaning. We've talked about this before. He has a free market, uh, free market capitalism, free market society, free market, not liberalism, uh, classical liberalism, classical liberalism, where the markets run everything. So you can kind of see that in that that statement there. Okay, he does not like regulation probably does not like the politicization that happened uh, back in the uh, 80s and uh, what business person likes litigation. Okay, so you can kind of get that from him. Let's continue reading. While business was becoming increasingly regulated, we kept thinking and acting as if we lived in a pure market economy. Again, this is kind of what Charles Koch would go for, pure market, free market. The reality was different. The laws of economies seemed less and less relevant in a world where the uncertainty of politics had replaced the uncertainty of the marketplace. Okay. And he goes on to say this this reality required us to make a cultural change. We needed to be uncompromising, to expect 100% of our employees to comply 100% of the time with complex and ever changing government mandates. Striving to comply with every law does not mean agreeing with every law. But even when faced with laws we think are counterproductive, we must first comply. Only then, from a credible position, can we enter into a dialogue with regulatory agencies to demonstrate alternatives that are more beneficial. This is the point I'm trying to get at in one second. I'm going to keep reading, and then we're going to come back to that sentence right there. Only I'm going to read it one more time. Only then, from a credible position, can we enter into a dialogue with, regula- with, re- with regulatory agencies to demonstrate alternatives that are more beneficial. If these efforts fail, we can then join with others in using education and or political efforts to change the law. 
The impetus toward regulation and litigation was fueled in part by the growing perception that large companies were a collection of schemers who, rather than contributing to prosperity, were using dishonest means and the political and legal systems to unjustly enrich themselves. The recent spectacular failure of several large companies caused by a lack of humility and integrity among their leaders only reinforce this perception. We believe the proper application of market-based management offers an antidote to these problems. Okay. And then it goes on here to say, and we'll probably dive into this a little bit more. Society certainly has the power to enact laws, but for these laws to contribute to prosperity rather rather than undermine it, they must, among other things, be applied equally to all. A company should not be exist from environmental emissions laws because it is small or favored politically. We believe that to have a free and prosperous society, people must be treated according to their individual merits, not by group associations, group association. But let's come back to here's the reason why we're talking about this today. I have in my uh, notes here where it says this compliance equals credibility, which then equals conversation, which then leads to change. Compliance equals credibility. Credibility equals the ability to have conversation. Conversation then leads to change. Let's go back to what they said in there. Even even when faced with laws we think are counterproductive, we must first comply. First comply. So when the laws come down from the government, whether it's state law, federal law, city law, county law, whatever it is, Even if I think it's an asinine law, I still comply with the law. Only then, Charles Koch says, from a credible position can we enter into a dialogue with regulatory agencies to demonstrate alternatives that are more beneficial. Here's how we gain credibility as in life. Here's how we gain credibility in leadership. We have to follow the we have to follow the rules. And that's hard for me to say because I, I've tended to, you know, throughout my life now in the last few years, I've kind of wisened up to this. And I, I think I've become a much more wise person. But I would say in my 20s in particular, probably early 30s, I was always kind of a rebel. Again, but here's what I found. A lack of compliance. OK, so if reading my notes here in the in the margins, if com- compliance leads to credibility which then leads to conversation, which then leads to change, then it goes to say that a lack of compliance leads to a lack of credibility. And if you have a lack of credibility, nobody wants to have a conversation with you. If you're not having conversation, you're not bringing about change. So here's why it's so important for us to have integrity. I don't even want to use that word. I think that word gets overused. Here's why it's important for us to follow the rules. That's the best way for me to say it. So if you're in an organization and you don't like the rules, the rules aren't good, you got to follow the rules anyway. Because through doing that, especially if it's a large organization that's been around a while and you're brand new, through following the rules, you gain credibility. And the only way you're going to be able to have conversation with decision makers to be able to change some of those rules is to gain credibility. Where the rulers, rulers, that's not the best way to put it, the lawmakers, the rule makers, whoever they are, the people in power, they have a reason why they put those laws in power. We may not understand it. We may not know the history behind that law, the history behind that rule, but it's there for a purpose. The only way to gain credibility is by following the rules. Okay. 
and then you can get conversation and then hopefully that conversation will lead to change. I don't know who needs to hear this. This is a leadership podcast. Most of you out there probably are following the rules. You're being compliant. You're doing the things that you need to do. But, you know, there might be someone out there who wants to kind of bend the rules, who wants to kind of bend the, bend the, you know, bend the laws. And uh, for whatever reason, and I'm here to tell you right now, based on what we're reading here in the science of success, it starts with compliance. Okay. So whatever the rules are, you know, uh, this could be the rules of the home. This could be your personal rules, right? You know, let's bring this all the way back to you as a person. If you set principles for your life, you set values for your life, and you're not complying with them, you're going to lack credibility with yourself. That's going to lead to a lack of conversation with yourself. That means there's not going to be change within yourself. You do this with a team. If you don't follow the rules of the team, you're going to lack credibility, which means no conversation, which means no change. Do this with an organization. You know, this is probably really important for middle managers to hear this today, this idea of compliance to rules that you think are asinine. And you're thinking, how in the world am I supposed to follow this? And why in the world am I supposed to make these people that are following me follow this same rule, this asinine rule? Well, compliance equals credibility equals conversation, which leads to change. That's all I got for you today. I I just hope that this is a short reminder for all of us today. It, it, it is better to err on the side of caution, better to err on the side of compliance. When we comply, I'll say it one more time, it, le- it gives us credibility. And think about that. Now, now, again, I am talking to managers here. I'm talking to leaders within organizations. If you're an entrepreneur, this may not be the podcast for you. There are other podcasts out there for you to go to. But if you're leading within an organization, you had better listen to what I'm trying to say. Okay. Obviously, great organizations have an entrepreneurial spirit, but with great organizations, it also comes with an established culture, and which means that there are established rules. And so for you to make it within that culture, you've got to be able to be credible, which means you have to comply. Okay. And, and even an entrepreneur at some point, right, is, is going to build a company and you're going to have to put some rules in place. And at some point, the founder of the company is going to have to follow by that rules. How many times have we seen uh, leaders of organizations who've not followed by their own rules that they've set? That's the quickest way to get yourself um, canceled. That's the quickest way to get yourself sidelined right there. So start an organization, create some rules, which you're going to have to, because that brings the structure that any organization needs, but then don't follow in yourself. I can't tell you, I'm coming out of the uh, religious world, probably not the best way to say it, the evangelical Christian ministry world, where I've been working in churches and have uh, worked to try to help as many people as possible in that role. And I can't tell you, and I'm not, I'm not passing any judgment whatsoever, okay? But for the grace of God, the, uh, there go I. But I can't tell you how many senior spiritual leaders from uh, large congregations and small but the large ones are the ones we tend to hear about, you know, in the news and all that kind of stuff. But how many have lost their positions of leadership because they set up rules and they didn't follow those rules? Compliance leads to credibility. Credibility leads to conversation. Conversation then leads to change. It all starts with compliance. Follow the rules. My dad used to say when I was a kid, he said, you want success in life? Listen and do what you're told. I hated him for that advice. The older I get, the more I realize, you know what? Especially again, if you're working in an organization, if you're an entrepreneur, go go do your thing. The marketplace is what's going to rule you, okay? But at some point, again, you're going to build a company, you're going to have rules. But going back to what my dad was saying, if you're working in an organization, the best piece of advice that uh, I got, and the older I get, the more I realize it was actually solid advice, listen and do what you're told.
And again, if you don't like to do that, if you don't like that, or you don't want to be compliant, then you're probably going to have to go out and start your own business. And, and, uh, and some, in some kind of a hard way, you're going to have to learn compliance as well, because you know what, you got to be compliant, whether you're inside the organization or outside. That's all I got for you today. Uh, be compliant. It leads to change. Starts with compliance, leads to change. Have a great rest of your week. I'll see you in the next episode of JC Talks, Leadership Podcast. Take care.